With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is iHeartRadio Gulf Coast Focus, a weekly community program of iHeartMedia Mobile Pensacola with Uncle Henry of News Radio 710 and Mary Booth of Mix 99.9. This week we're talking with Lieutenant David Carter about Navy Week in Mobile. Tell us about Navy Week. Navy Week is an outreach program that we have uh, that we run at the Navy Office of Community Outreach. Um, And it's a national program really focused on connecting the American public with their Navy uh, in a face-to-face way. Um, So we'll come into a city for a week-long period of time, tied into an existing event here at Mardi Gras, and really to showcase what the Navy's doing around the world. Okay, now you do this in several cities. Are any of them as fun as Mardi Gras? you know, I, I have a personal connection to Alabama, so I'll say, uh, you know, Mobile's my favorite. And I was fortunate enough to be here two years ago when we did our first Navy Week ever here. Um, but we were so welcomed in by the, the local community and, and just the Mardi Gras festivities. Uh, it's, it's hard to beat. What are some of the other places that you do Navy Week? Well, we've done about 225 Navy Weeks in wow. 76 markets around the country, and we've been doing these since about 2005. So um, the program's really grown since then, uh, and we do 15 cities a year. So this year we'll, we'll venture outside the continental U.S. for the first time and go to Puerto Rico. So awesome. uh, it's, it's a pretty exciting program. Now, when you say the Navy is coming to town for Navy Week, how much Navy will be here? Um, it's going to vary depending on, you know, obviously our focus is real-world operations, uh, and sometimes that will affect a bit of what we're able to do. Um, but a few hundred sailors, at least, will be coming into town, you know, some coming from the ship that will be visiting. Uh, we'll have sailors from explosive ordnance and disposal teams, Navy divers, Navy bands, uh, Navy History Heritage Command, and then also some sailors from USS Constitution and various other um, you know, groups around the country. I got to ride in on the Navy ship last year, and that was such a cool experience. Except the the one part that was difficult was, you know, I was we go to Dolphin Island, we get on the the Coast Guard um, boat, and then we go out to the ship, and we have to go from one boat to the other. And I'm like, okay then. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, <laughs> which scared me immensely, uh, that was just such an incredible experience to sail into the port of Mobile and to have that welcome. And the sailors were so excited. They are. Um, I've been in the Navy 21 years now. I've done plenty of foreign port visits, and and it's always exciting for sailors. But you don't always have a a big crowd waiting to welcome you when you pull in uh, where you do in in the United States. So whenever our sailors are able to experience a stateside port visit, um, I mean, it's all the more meaningful to them because it's their American public waiting on them to to just welcome them with open arms. And and Mobile is one of those places where we feel that embrace. So. Well, and that's what we want to make sure people are aware of is that they can come down to that. We've got, you know, like the Azalea Trailmaids, we've got the bands, and we've got all the dignitaries, but the public is invited to attend as well. Absolutely. And as we get a little bit closer to the event, we'll be able to release exactly when that's going to take place, um, as we will a lot of our other events, because we'll have about 75 to 100 events going on during Navy Week. 75 to 100 events? Absolutely. So, as I mentioned, all those assets that come in, um, we'll do some programs that 
out in schools. We'll do some programs with veterans groups. We'll do some community service projects. We'll visit the local children's hospital um, and really just connect at every level um, in the local public. So We should tell people when this is happening. February 27th to March 5th. Okay, so that really does coincide, coincide with Mardi Gras. Absolutely, you stay here through the you know the the big weekend and then Mardi Gras Day and then. Uh, okay, let me ask you something. Not everybody gets to participate in everything because you always have to have some sailors on the ship, so they they yes. take turns. They do. Typically, you'll have uh, one duty section that remains on the ship, you know, twenty four hours, and then they'll switch out. But you'll have. Plenty of sailors, a couple hundred of them walking around at any given point throughout the throughout the week. So, And we need to explain Mardi Gras to them. We do. And and I think last time they were able to really just immerse themselves in that Mardi Gras culture. And, and I think I saw a lot of sailors last time. They would leave the ship um, wearing their civilian clothes. But after you know half an hour, an hour, they'd be heading back to the ship to put on their uniform. Because I think they really connected more and, and saw the connection that Navy Week had with Mardi Gras and just the local community. Um, and that's something they wanted to be part of. Well, I think when someone sees a, a sailor in uniform, you know, I've heard people say, you know, I'll buy you a drink. You know, I just but or they want to show them around or they want to help them understand, you know, the parade's coming this way. You need to be over this way or this is what a moon pie is. Absolutely. Moon pies uh, are what, um, you know, bring me back every year. And uh, it's something that <laughs> Wait, I, you know, I grew up in Alabama really? and uh, I was moon raised. Moon pies bring you back. I was raised on moon pies. And uh, so I think last time my family was able to come down and be part of it as well. And I think we probably had 150 moon pies by the end um, by the end of Mardi Gras in our hotel room. So oh, wow. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, we have a moon pie store downtown now. <laughs> and a giant electric moon pie. Yeah, that's that's, what, that's what I've heard. So that's exciting. But. That's how we ring in the new year. Uh, so so you talked about 75 to 100 events. Um, of course, you can't list all of those. Can you give us an idea, a little bit more of an idea of what those events will be like? Sure. So we're going to have some sailors, for instance, coming in from the Navy Oceanography and Meteorology uh, Command, just a couple hours down the road at Stennis Space Center. And they're going to come in and, and focus on STEM education. So we're going to do a Navy day at the Explorium downtown. Really? And we'll have uh, a variety of different interactive displays that kids can get hands on with. And we'll show how we use weather and, and oceanography to you know, successfully complete our missions around the world. And, and we'll have the scientists and sailors that do that daily. Uh, and that's just one one aspect of it. And well, you, you mentioned divers and explosive ordnance disposal teams. Will you blow something up for us? <laughs> Typically, they like to keep things from blowing up. Um, but we have done some uh, controlled detonations in cooperation with cities around the country before just to kind of create a big fireball okay. and kick off some stuff. Okay. What about the music? Because you mentioned the Navy bands. Yeah, so we'll have Navy Band Southeast just out of Jacksonville, Florida, up for that week. And we'll have everything from a parade band. They'll be in, I think they're marching in five or six different parades. Uh, but then they also break down into several different ensembles, including a Navy rock band. So they'll be playing top 40 rock music, classic rock. And All right, I've never heard of the Navy rock band. It's it's pretty amazing. So within the, the larger ceremonial groups, they break down into several chamber groups. And uh, a lot of them came from, uh, you know, rock music backgrounds, classically trained musicians, um, everything that you can imagine. So I think they'll do a mixture throughout the week of, of both parade bands. And then we'll also be riding on a float 
We'll have a rock band on a float going through several parades as well. That is so, so cool. I've and they'll have a, some public concerts as well. I've got a list here of some of the parades that uh, the Navy band is scheduled to be in. Crew of Columbus on March 1st. The uh, MOTs, that is a great parade. That's the one with the dragons. On uh, March 2nd, uh, the Crew of Bienville Parade on March 3rd. The Floral Parade on March 4th. And then the King Felix Parade on Mardi Gras Day. Yeah, and that's just as of right now. I know there there may be some opportunity to have the band in other parades, but beyond that, we'll have sailors out in several different parades marching. We'll have groups of 30, 40 sailors just out really connecting uh, with the public through through these parades, and, and I think that's some of the most um, – you know, meaningful experiences that they'll they'll have here. Do they like marching in parades? Um, you know, I, I don't think <laughs> marching would be the right term. Uh, they'll they'll wander through the parades, and, and that's how okay. I experienced it last time. And I remember um, as I would follow the band or go ahead of them or just be in a, in a parade out with other groups of sailors, I was getting pulled into the the sidelines by the crowd and hugged and and thanked for my service. And, and that's really what you know some of the best memories I had from from two years ago. Okay, that was kind of what I was going to ask is. How can Mobile embrace Navy Week and the sailors that are here for Mardi Gras? You know, every sailor kind of has a different story and how they got where they are today. I think the best way is if you see one, just grab them. Ask them what their story is because we all have a, have a bit of a different story. We have some sailors coming back that started their careers right here in Mobile, you know, 30-plus years ago. Um, some hometowners coming back. And me, you know, 21 years ago, you know, I saw a cool Navy commercial, went down, the Navy told me some good stories, and, and here I am. So, I mean, we all get here a, in a different way, and it's uh, it's never the same. So it's it's neat to be able to connect, and, and you really get a true sense of why a sailor's serving. And I think you'll just get the, the sense of pride that they have in, in what they do and, and supporting our bigger mission by talking to them face-to-face and just getting a little more personal with them. Do we know yet which ship is coming in? We don't. Um, so I, I know there's a ship. Uh, it's just not at the point where um, that information is is. So they don't know yet. yet. The, in other words, the sailors don't know yet to expect it. Um, I think there are, there are things in, in, in the works right now, but I think we're a little far out just because, as I mentioned, we support real-world operations, and that's our priority. Um, so that could always change and impact, uh, you know, what we're able to bring here. So um, right now I, I don't have a name for you, but... Do they usually contact their parents and say, hey, come meet me in, at Mardi Gras? <laughs> a lot of times. I think a lot of times. And I remember two years ago, we had some sailors that had Alabama ties, and we had a lot of family members coming down to be part of it. So um, I, I would expect that this time as well. You talked about going to schools. What age uh, school groups do you visit? Um, we visit everything from elementary schools to, um, you know, senior citizen centers and, and higher education. I think we're going to be meeting with leadership at the University of, of South Alabama uh, while we're here, uh, Bishop State Community College. Um, we'll have a Navy admiral in town that speaks to a little bit higher strategic level piece, but also, um, you know, connects and, and talks about what we're looking for in the Navy, the type of specialties that, you know, that we're after and, and where the commonalities exist between what they're looking for in students and what we're looking for um, you know, in sailors. And it's not a recruiting initiative. That's not what Navy Week's about. Um, but I think I've found over, this will be my 20th Navy Week, is that when you bring a lot of flashy stuff to town, um, we get a lot of questions. And, and we certainly want to be able to direct, you know, kids in the in the right way if, uh, if they are interested. I mean, like I said, that was something that, you know, sparked my interest 21 years ago. And that's why I'm here today. But um, it might not be the same for, for those kids. But at least we want to come back, tell the, tell the American public the story, um, but we're not limiting it just to, you know, high school age, recruitable age kids. Uh, we're going to be talking to, to the youngsters and then um, out with some of our, our 
our veterans who served before us as well. Tell so. me what that's like for those veterans to, to, to meet the, the new kids. I was walking uh, downtown tonight and had a guy say, hey, shipmate, and he came over to me and, and embraced me, and, and uh, we just talked, and he had served in the Navy for 20-plus years, and, and we just kind of talked about how great Mobile is, how great it is for veterans, the, the Navy history that exists here. And you could just see, like, I mean, the service never leaves you. Once you're out, you're yeah, you, you're not wearing the uniform anymore, but you're always carrying it with you. And and I saw that today in, in this guy's eyes and, and just the joy that it brought him in seeing another sailor because we have a, a this unspoken language that we both understand. And so being able to experience that and, and see that and because um, I, I, it's it's hard to put words to. There, there are things that you experience in the Navy, um, you know, whether it be hardships or triumphs that a lot of people will never get to, to do so that they're not going to understand you know, how I could just have a exchange with someone on the street, you know, mm-hmm. a couple words, a, a glance, a, a look, and, and it says more than I think most people realize. So it's, uh, it's, always, it's always great because, you know, the, the pride they had from when they served uh, never really leaves them. So You mentioned getting to know what the Navy does, riding the Navy ship into port. I was amazed at the precision of everything that took place and the skills and and looking at what to me looked like kids and and realizing that these are trained professionals that yes they're coming into mobile for Mardi Gras now but a couple of months ago they were firing these guns for real mm-hmm. touring that ship helps people understand it does um you know the navy's out there doing some important work around the world uh, you know we have some just kind of some ballpark statistics to kind of put it in context for folks. You know, 70% of the world's covered, you know, by water. 80% of the world's population lives within about a day's drive of, of that ocean. 90% of all commerce travels over the water. And nowadays, 95% of all information is transmitted on cables that run under the water. Um, so when you, when you think about that, you know, you think about the, the coffee that you're holding in the morning, how it got here. Uh, and those waterways and, and the protection that those waterways need. And, and so I think when, you know, people are able to see that, you know, firsthand and, and kind of the, just the skill level that these sailors possess nowadays, um, it, it, it kind of, you know, resonates with them a bit. And, and, and that's what we want to do is just, you know, remind the American public that your Navy is out there, you know, 24 hours a day uh, around the world, around the clock and, and uh, doing some big things. So. Yeah, I'm glad the, that, yeah, the world remains a dangerous place, so there's no telling when you might have to go somewhere. Absolutely, and I think our our sailors are um, prepared for that. That's what they sign up for, knowing that. And I think um, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. During those face-to-face interactions that folks are going to have, they're going to get a sense that um, yeah, they're in good hands. So, I certainly did. I, yeah. I mean, I've, I've never felt safer and more impressed in my life. I it, mean... It's pretty impressive what they can do. You know, the um, the smaller ship that you rode in last time, I was a carrier sailor. Oh, that was just a little bitty one? That was a, a smaller <laughs> one um, compared to me being a carrier sailor. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you know, just the precision that it takes to navigate that in to, 
to areas like this and uh, and just knowing that it may look to the outsiders like orchestrated chaos, but every sailor running around knows where they're going. They know what the sailor to the right and left is doing and how that helps them do their job. And, and something that may seem real insignificant to someone um, ties into a much larger piece that really does make an impact. So, And the technology was incredible. It, I mean, it's pretty amazing. It's better every day. And, and I think... Uh, you know, I'm thankful, um, you know, being off the ship for a while that we have some of these sailors that, you know, maybe in the, in the Navy just a couple of years, but they could probably explain that technology a lot better than I could. So uh, I'm, I'm thankful to have them here. So Speaking of technology, we've got a World War II battleship here. I know you're aware of. Do the sailors ever visit that? They do. Actually, we uh, were able to take our admiral out there uh, two years ago. And then we also had our parachute team jump in with the mayor of Mobile right outside Battleship Park there uh, and land just outside the, the battleship there. So um, I've been able to, to experience it a couple times, go and tour it, and the battleships are, are impressive. Um, you know, they don't make them like that anymore. It's, it's just uh, it's an impressive thing to see, though. Yeah, is that of interest to someone you, you have served? You mentioned on an, on an aircraft carrier. So you're with the very latest of technology. What's it like looking at what people were using in World War II? Well, you know, because they have such a, uh, I mean, a great program over there, you have the um, living ship histories and the sailors that come back, um, some of the older sailors there that, that still come back and tell the stories from, um, you know, that era. Uh, it's exciting because it's, you, know, you can see the ship and, and understand it, but when you hear it, you know, through the eyes of sailors who served years before us and understand what it was like, you know, when we had the battleship Navy, um, I mean, for, for me, it just kind of helps me feel more connected to the history and uh, the history that exists here in, in Mobile to begin with. I mean, it's there's a lot of a lot of Navy uh, that's happened here. And like I said, the, the gentleman I met today, he was just so excited talking about that history and, and being it made him feel, I think, more connected to the area just because him being retired and, and now being in, in what he, he considers a Navy city. So it's. Okay, I've got to ask about this. I was looking at the list of things that will be happening in Navy Week, and it says that there will be Navy simulators and interactive displays. What is that? Yeah, so the um, Navy recruiting, um, they're going to be in town, uh, some of their guys, with a virtual reality simulator. So it'll put you know kids in, into a virtual reality simulator with the Oculus Rift uh, goggles and the full rumble packs and put them through and an interactive, I think it's a seal extraction mission, uh, where they go in and drive a, a fast boat into a hostile area and then out, um, and it's all done in virtual reality. So that's that's one. And then I mentioned the oceanography meteorology. Um, they'll have various things. They may have a jet ski that does underwater hydrogra hydrography, uh, or um, a boat that does some some of the. Uh, the underwater mapping and things like that. Um, but then we'll also have our explosive ordnance disposal team and divers, and they will actually have a dive tank that we're planning on parking right downtown um, where they can interact with the public through the glass as the divers are in, in an 8,000-gallon tank. Oh, cool. It's pretty neat. And they'll play tic-tac-toe on the window uh, with kids <laughs> outside and uh, and talk to folks through intercoms as, as they're in there. And we put this right outside of Mardi Gras Park downtown, so it's really exciting because um, we're able to connect with a lot of the public uh, throughout the evenings as the parades are going on. And I think they probably fished you know, 10,000 pounds of beads out there last time. <laughs> being right on the route, you know, and, and having the, the uniforms oh, you, it's on. It's a target. It's, you know. it's definitely a target. So maybe a moon pie or two. I'm not sure. But they definitely uh, beads. I think by the by the end of the week, um, they ended up riding in one of their 
tactical vehicles down mm-hmm. through the parade route and handing out all the beads they had collected throughout the week. So Recycling is a wonderful thing at Mardi Gras. Absolutely. Uh, you were talking about the recruiting office and the, the uh, virtual reality simulator. Really, the kids that grow up playing video games and things like that, they're prime candidates for what you're doing now. They are. Um, I think as the technology has gotten smaller and, and more handheld, um, I think that's consistent across you know the force in general. Uh, well, not see, just as Navy, parents, yeah. we always thought they were wasting their time, but they're 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 learning skills that they can have. actually and, and pay off. As I mentioned, I, I think a lot of the younger uh, you know men and women nowadays could explain the technology a lot better than I could, and it's because you know they, they grew up with it, whereas I, I didn't. Um, not as much. And so I think as this technology continues to emerge and hopefully um, you know, all the services staying at the forefront of that, um, the younger kids that, that have been immersed in that their entire lives are, are going to be, you know, they're going to have a higher aptitude uh, to succeed. So, I never thought that would lead to something. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive. So, Now, um, as the Navy is coming in, are there any... Uh, any things that Mobilians need to, to do to prepare for that? Um, I don't think so. We're going to put out a public event schedule as we get a bit closer. The parades are just one opportunity for us to be able to connect with the public. I think, um, you know, when we have public concerts with the band, that's another one. Some of the uh, the dive tank downtown. Um, but then just really just up and down the streets, you're not going to be able to walk very far in Mobile that week without seeing a sailor. So that's going to be the best opportunity to, to, to get involved. Um you know, it's a little early to say um, based on schedules and things, but I would expect uh, a ship pulling in would allow for tours and things like that for the public. But again, as we get closer, we'll make those schedules available and, and really just hopefully communicate out to the local area every opportunity that, that they have to, to connect with the Navy while we're in town. You've told us that the point of this is to give people an opportunity to learn about the Navy, to interact with the Navy. Are there any misconceptions the general public has about the Navy? Do you enc- do you encounter any common misconceptions people have? Well, that depends on uh, on the city. I think Mobile's a little more familiar, but I've been right. in places, you know, in, in the Midwest where, um, you know, I, I get mistaken for an airline pilot a lot just because of the okay. uniform. And, and uh, <laughs> so I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, disservice, um, you know, mix-ups as, as far as who we are. But... Um, no, no major misconceptions. Once we we get in, it's it's pretty clear, and and I think we've been able to to create a a pretty uh, interactive picture of what we do, and, and and I think any misconceptions are cleared up pretty pretty fast. But well, rather than misconceptions, are there are there things that people don't realize about the Navy? You've already talked about the scope of the mission that people may not realize. Is there anything else that the public may not realize about the Navy? Uh, they may not realize, you know, that we're operating on the water, below the water, above the water, and now in space. So I think it's... Um, okay, we've got to stop you there. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about in space, please. So, uh, the, the, you know, the uh, we have Navy astronauts. Um, I mean, they're part of the, the NASA program. Actually, the one of the directors of the astronaut program uh, down there uh, was a former Navy SEAL astronaut, uh, Captain Chris Cassidy. Um, so, you know, we're operating... Um, you know, everywhere you can imagine. All well, okay, because a lot of us are very aware of Navy pilots, but Navy astronauts, that's something I was not aware of. Well, I think when NASA opens up their, their application window and they get 15,000, 20,000 applications, um, there's nothing that says you have to come from a 
you know, pilot background to be part of that program. So you'll have folks from, you know, all over. There's actually a Navy SEAL who just got picked into the last can, um, the, the last astronaut candidate group who was a SEAL for several years and then got out and went to Harvard Medical School. So he's a doctor. Um, so all wow. walks of life. <laughs> um, so it's, it's not just limited to, um, you know, pilots and, and, and people who you would think would have, you know, kind of just a, a, an interest in flying or, or you know, space travel. So, Speaking of travel, how, how much of the world have you seen being in the Navy? Well, I was in boot camp two weeks um, after I graduated. And by the time I was 20, I'd been to probably 17 countries around the world. I went on a uh, Western Pacific deployment right after I got to my first ship over in Japan. So I've been around the world several times. Now, is that an asset to recruiting, the, the fact that you can see a lot of the world in the Navy? I think it is. I think that uh, was part of the appeal for me. Um, when I went down and, and met with my recruiter the first time, he told me some good stories. It sounded, it sounded like a good idea. I didn't have uh, – I was not an academic standout at that point, uh, I'll be honest. Um, and so I knew I was going to join the military, and when he told me some of the things that I would be able to do um, – it seemed like a good idea. And initially four years is all I had really planned on. And I mean, 21 years later, I'm, I'm still here and uh, I'm having a blast. So I, I don't know uh, it's, that it's going to end anytime soon for me. What's it like for the families of sailors? We, we, you know, we think about the sailors going here or there and being gone on deployment. What's it like for the families? Um, I mean, I can speak for my family. It's been, um, it's a long road. I mean, I, I've been married for 17 years. I, I have two children. They've moved 10 times, um, and they're uh, 14 and 11. So it definitely takes uh, its toll on them, but I think they've enjoyed um, experiences they otherwise wouldn't have gotten. I mean, they've lived in Spain, Italy, Japan, um, San Diego, Washington. So they, they've been to some exciting places, and, and you know, typically the Navy keeps you around the coast, so uh, the scenery is usually pretty good. Um, but, you know, it's different for every family because, as I mentioned earlier, every sailor kind of has a different story. Um, in 2011, I was, I was deployed 290 days that year um, out at sea doing real-world operations. I mean, we were off the coast of Japan two days after the tsunami and earthquake hit in 2011. So, uh, But then being able to go see that in the news and, and know the impact that, that I was making while I was away – um, I mean, I think they kind of felt the same sense of pride that I did in being part of it, just knowing that they were at home supporting me because I certainly couldn't do what I do without their support. And I'm sure uh, you'll hear that across the board. And, and, you know, they say that when people retire from the Navy, a lot of times that ceremony isn't for you, it's for your family, because really nothing that you have done, uh, any of your accomplishments over the years uh, would have been possible if, if you didn't have, you know, a team at home rooting for you. And, and that's certainly been true for me. What's it like coming home after 290 days? It's uh, it's amazing. I mean, there's no other feeling like it. It was the best reunion I've, I've ever had. I've been away for short, shorter periods of time. But, but, you know, coming back knowing that we had returned back with everyone safe and, uh, you know, I was on a carrier, so you got 5,000 sailors. So coming back, um, you know, everyone was safe. We, we completed the, the objective we set out to do came across, uh, you know, some unexpecteds along the way, and we were able to help out there, too. We spent four weeks off the coast of Japan uh, delivering aid following the tsunami, and uh, it was neat being part of, of that because you really saw the difference you were making and, and you know, coming back and, and having your family know that you were part of that. Um, I mean, it just made the reunion all the more sweet. 
We have a, a little less than two minutes left in this program. Are there any do's and don'ts the citizens, <laughs> the civilians should have in mind when encountering sailors during Navy Week? You know, the sailors uh, are pretty adaptable to situations. Um, you know, we, we train that way. So I think um, the, the biggest thing would just be to, uh, you know, ask them first before you hug them. Um, okay. That, that that might be a good one. But at the same time, I don't know that I was asked every time that I was in a parade. <laughs> but uh, it was, uh, as I, I mentioned, that was one of my favorite memories. So I would say, um, you know, just dig a little, ask them about their story, ask them about their background, um, you know, where they came from, how they got where they are, uh, because I, I think they'll, they'll be impressed and, and they'll never get the same story twice. Um, but ultimately, you know, we'll, uh, we'll make sure that um, we give the public an opportunity to connect with us as much as possible. And I think that, you know, through our 100 events that week, um, we'll be able to do that. And that week again is? February 27th to March 5th. So right in the heart of Mardi Gras, Absolutely. the Navy's coming to town. Okay, uh, we will, of course, have updates on our iHeartRadio stations. Is there anywhere else people can go to get information on Navy Week as more details become available? Yes, so we have a website, outreach.navy.mil, and there is a Navy Week tab on there and mobiles uh, right on that list. So as we make more of our events public, um, they'll go up there, and over the next month, um, you'll see that populate quite a bit. But we'll also reach out through some of the local community calendars and through the city of Mobile, uh, through Visit Mobile and, and other other local avenues. Okay, and again, that what what's that website again? Uh, www.outreach.navy.mil, M-I-L. Outreach.navy.mil, M-I-L. This has been iHeartRadio Gulf Coast Focus, produced locally by iHeartMedia, Mobile, Pensacola. For more information, go to the Gulf Coast Focus page of this station's website. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.